What's up, everybody? I'm Zach Watovich. What's up, everybody? I'm Charlie Burtwistle. I thought you were going to say I'm Zach Watovich. No, I would never in my uh, deepest, darkest nightmares say that. Yeah, everybody, welcome back. It's another episode of The Building Code. Really excited to be here. We're in a little silly mood today. We are. It might be a little, it might buckle up, everybody. We're in a very exciting episode. It's Friday afternoon. It's beautiful. Um, and we have some exciting guests. Uh, the first ever father-daughter duo on The Building Code. Wow. Coming right up, we got Greg and Rachel Cantor from Murray Lampert. It's a fourth generation um, company around since 1975. So very, very excited to get them in here and hear about how they've evolved from what you know the process is and technology they used to use to now um, Rachel and her, her, her father, Greg, kind of taking things over and taking them to the next generation. I think it'll be fantastic. Did you say 1975? Yeah, I did say 1975. Yeah, so I've been told. (laughs) So I've been told. All right, enough of the silliness. Let's get them in here. Greg and Rachel, thanks for coming to The Building Code. Welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and how'd you get started in construction? Well, thank you for having us. Um, This is really an exciting opportunity to be with Builder Trend um, on The Building Code show. Um, I started out in the ranks of doing cleanup on job sites. That was like in the late seventies. And, um, after college, um, I really dove into the business, um, as a assistant superintendent and I learned everything from the ground up, um, following trades around, um, getting to know inspectors, um, learning how to read plans. And I mean, in the field is where I learned construction. Rachel, how about you? Well, I guess there's a couple different uh, levels of uh, when I really got into the business. So um, I started uh, answering the phones the summer before high school, I think it was. Um, And so that's where I where I first started. If you don't count when after school, I would come after work and I would play and build floor plans of Lego floor (laughs) plans um, on the ground in the office as a kid. So we won't count count that. And then I went uh, to architecture school. and came back and uh the rest is history and she graduated from miami of ohio in architecture oh very cool very similar to san diego (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) um for the listeners uh we teased a little bit in the intro but uh you guys are a father-daughter combo which is really really awesome to see um and also a fourth generation company um, around Correct. since 1975, like you had mentioned, Greg, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about the company and kind of how it's gotten passed down over the years and maybe how it's evolved a little bit? Sure. Um, so Murray Lampert was my grandfather, Rachel's great grandfather. He founded the company in 1975 and in 1990, around the time I got married to my wife, Lisa Cantor, who is our CFO, um, we bought the business from my grandfather and he retired. Fast forward to the fourth generation, Rachel Walker, formerly Rachel Cantor, she just got married, so you can oh, congratulate for that. Congrats. Yeah. Um, fast forward to, to Rachel, what year did you come on full-time after architecture school? So 2013, 14, something like, 2014, I think. Gotcha. So we're truly, Four generations, me being three and Rachel being four. Yeah. 
And a funny little story is um, uh, when you jo- when you joined Dad, it was uh, you brought on the fax machine, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure I was the one who tossed out the fax machine. So there you yeah. go, the circle of life. It takes yeah. about four generations. Yeah. But we are similar in that we always have pushed technology and. My first right. technology was a fax machine, and now we're doing LiDAR and drones and um, full-color rendering. So maybe like the, the Builder Trend mantra has to be, don't be the fax machine. Like constantly innovate. Don't <laughs> right. end up like uh, the fax machine there. Um, so Rachel, I'm kind of I'm interested to hear from your point of view of just what is the dynamic of working with your father, but also working in you know, a, a very large, successful construction organization. Yeah, so um, it works, I think, not very nicely for our customers who are families. Um, we work with uh, people who own their single family homes, for the most part of single family homes. Um, and we can relate to them because we're a family as well. And so I feel like uh, it feels a little bit more uh, natural and relatable for them um, when we go out, because we actually go out on initial appointments, um, even still. Um, we have project consultants, but we still go out uh, often, weekly. And um, sometimes we even forget to say, to make that connection early on that we're father-daughter and I'm you know brushing drywall dust off of his <laughs> shirt. And um, we're talking, you know, clearly they're like, wait, what's going on? And um, we go, oh wait, sorry, father-daughter. Um, <laughs> you, you know, we, or hey, we actually lived down the street from here when I was growing up, or, you know, we'll right. say in our, family home, this is what we did. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's not something that everyone can do is just, you know, talk about it in terms of a family. And it's a big investment and people are really, um, they have a lot of fear about sales and high pressure and we, we're the unsales people. And that's, what's really nice. I mean, it's fun to go out together go with my daughter and just talk to people and hear what their needs are and just be transparent and in a educational, informative manner, not in a salesy manner. Yeah, great. Yeah. Gonna, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to ask what it's like having your daughter, you know, help out with your business. I mean, I think that's probably an incredible experience for you. It's, it's great because she brought in youth and ideas and, um, challenges me and i think i challenge her at times <laughs> um but I, and, and also uh, coming into the business with my grandfather was a totally different thing and it was difficult for me i wasn't accepted very easily and i had to kind of push my way in and um, prove my worth and didn't get a lot of guidance from my grandfather and he was very um thick skulled about changes and I'm not like the that. fax machine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so um I vow to let Rachel, you know, try things and not not have not be closed minded about change. And we've changed a lot. We've excelled a lot. Um our staff is much more diverse and um our system just keeps getting better. That's incredible. Uh Rachel before I rudely cut you off, what uh, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was just going to say um, uh, with our customers, uh, we actually are more and more with ADUs and these sort of generational properties. We're working with multi-generation situations. And so that also is very relatable because we are multi-generation. Um, and, with, you know, to 
continue on when my dad's track was is um, he, he learning from him and learning with him is very unique. Um, he is so open to uh, change more than what's normal. I mean, he he's not stuck in his ways um, and and that makes it so that we are able to grow and evolve. And um, especially with technology, um, I think you're even more uh, in front of things than um, even us uh, millennials are. Um, Maybe. I think, I think you're, um, you stand out in that way. Um, so the culture is um, all the way through and through. Um, we're very unified um, with the direction, with, especially with technology and, and staying at the forefront um, and you know, utilizing builder trend. What a great segue to go into builder trend. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, it's funny. Charlie was always like, we don't want to be too salesy on, <laughs> on the building code. No. Like, like you, Greg, you know, you like to be consultative right. and educational <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's all part of the yeah. brand. You know, I think you are the first father daughter team on the building code that we've had. I've, I've only met a handful of, of family run construction businesses in my time. I've met, I've met my fair share, but I think you're the first father daughter that I can think of. Do you know of any others, um, that are doing this? No. Um, maybe on like an HDTV or yeah, something. Yeah, that's HDTV. really what I'm getting to. <laughs> yeah. Well, get, you know, this just has, I don't really know of any and, and it's, and it's a tough business and you know, to have family in it. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy, <laughs> but we, we get along well and yeah. we have fun. That's a- And our team culture just, um, you know, Rachel can talk about it in the mornings. I mean, we have a kitchen in our suite and everyone congregates in the morning, like a family. Oh, yeah. It was actually, cool. um, it was really cute. One of our, um, project consultants, his, uh, son came in. I don't, I don't remember the circumstances, but he was, he was hanging out that day and we were all in the kitchen and, you know, oh, someone said, oh, we're out of the, the soy milk and someone else handed someone else the, you know, oh, here's the sugar and everyone's just chatting about the day. <laughs> and he was just like, this is like a family. This is so cool. I want to, I want to go to work. And we're like, all right, well, it's not all, you know, uh, <laughs> just, co- you know, coffee talk at the, the counter, but um, it does feel, it does feel like a family, in the, especially in the mornings when we're all getting our day going together. Yeah, absolutely. So I was doing a little bit of research on your, your website before, um, but I actually don't think we've talked a whole lot about Murray Lampert, the the company itself. So you mentioned you guys are design, build, remodeling. Um, are you just kind of transitioning to ADUs? Have you done that for a while? Or could you just kind of give us the overview of maybe how many employees you have and, and kind of what type of work you do? So luckily we got on the ADUs and I'll talk about that really quick first is we got in front of that early and I have a lot of longtime contacts with the city of San Diego. So I was kind of like in the know on these code changes and got educated and up to speed. And actually, um, I, I did some, a radio show and TV show that was about home improvement. And I had some of the folks from the city, we interviewed them early on when ADUs started out. So, We've really embraced that. And like Rachel said, it's multi-generational a lot of times. It's very custom um, and we're good at it. So, um, and we, we enjoy those type of jobs. We enjoy working with families. But as far as our business, we are truly design build. I mean, some companies say design build, but they farm out the design. 
We right. have an architect on staff and architectural team. We even have a drone pilot on staff. Um, we have an interior design department and um, project management of five people now. Six, seven, seven. <laughs> so I lose track every day. But so we're at twenty-four total staff. Wow. So that's made up of admin, architectural, interior, PMs, and uh, project consultants. Wow, all in-house too is um, yeah, extremely impressive. Very unique. And the, yeah, the ADUs, I actually think, so Zach and I have been doing the podcast here for a couple years now. And our first ever, or one of our first ever was with the ADU builder on, in San Diego. And I remember being fascinated and thinking I need to get one of those at my house in Nebraska here. So if you guys are ever yeah. in the area and, and want to oh, okay. do some free yeah, work, you know. been trying to, <laughs> speaking of bringing in, you know, people to Omaha to come you know bill charlie's always trying to get a, a sweet deal you know he's like if you guys are in the neighborhood well yeah i mean zach and i get the we're, we're fortunate enough to talk with like the best construction professionals across the u.s like yep. it's, this is such a cool job so you know toss, yep. toss some stuff out and shoot for a house and i'll settle for like a t-shirt he's oh like for uh 90 <laughs> in case you're wondering his conversion rate well, so rachel and my wife lisa went to omaha last year for training that's I what i thought so maybe you can invite us out again and show us the town and we'll build you an ADU. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Deal. Right, now it's getting real. Deal. Um, at least a t-shirt. Yeah. That <laughs> There's a big difference on that uh, from a price range standpoint, but he'll take it that right, too. He'll two, take the t-shirt. Okay. I like it. Oh gosh, you guys are great. Um, you'd mentioned a couple different things I want to circle back on. One was uh, the number of employees you had, and, and Greg, you also mentioned uh, Rachel bringing in some more uh, diverse hires than you kind of maybe typically had. How do you guys go about finding such great people? You mentioned how fast you're scaling, um, and then also just ensure that they continue to be engaged and happy and keep that kind of family culture like you mentioned. Well, we've really developed a good process of finding talent. Some of it's by word of mouth. Um, I feel like, and Rachel could speak to this it's also kind of known in the industry that this is a good working environment. So we've had people actually reach out to us that are interested. Mm -hmm. um, but it is a little bit of a challenging market to find talent. Um, but we've developed a process of screening and really being it's the personalities and the culture is number one doing the right thing. And then we're willing to train you know, if we need to train someone up, we will, but we would rather have that than, you know, recycling somebody from somewhere else. Yeah. And we have a, um, yeah, a lot of connections from our, our vendors and trade partners and um, relationships. Like yesterday, I got a message from one of our plumbers saying, this guy's going to be looking soon. You got to call him, like <laughs> get him. He's going to be gone soon. Like you, you have to get jump on this, you know? Um, so that's always great to hear when they're, suggesting us to their buddies um and it, even within this team um there's actually some interwoven connections um i one of our our lead interior designer we grew up together and um we actually didn't really we had similar friends in common uh, but we didn't really know each other and eventually after following her for a couple of years uh, on social media just keeping an eye on her thinking that at some point we'd cross paths i you know picked up the phone and gave her a call um and then even not connections with us but the the team has connections um uh, our drone pilot and another team member um are have been 
uh, friends, close friends for years. Um, we have some uh, family members who are here. Um, so it's nice that they're, uh, they have these connections that they bring here and they, it just it expands the web and it feels very uh, cohesive. Well, and what I, what is really cool to me is too, that we're pretty much split down the middle with male and female, right? Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't counted, but, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty even. Which even in for construction, I mean, definitely anything in the 70, 30 is, is <laughs> right. Unique. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. I've always found going to people's offices that, uh, there's a lot of stereotypes on that side of it, but you know, 50, 50 is something to be really proud of, um, in the office. Yeah. Uh, one thing we wanted to ask about too, just kind of when we talk about your operations is you obviously have moved on from the fax machine and <laughs> you've embraced technology, but you know, what was it like before builder trend and how did you go about, I assume you didn't just like rip out the fax machine and say we're using builder trend like what's the what's the journey of how you've kind of adapted your technology well we were spreadsheets and word documents and um we had a you know database that you know we didn't really use to its fullest it was a lot more paper um i mean we always had a system mm -hmm. um costing was on a excel spreadsheet but we finally decided to embrace builder trend and that really, it, it, it took work, but, um, that really revolutionized our whole service and our approach to even how much we can show customers that happens behind the scenes, not just on the job site. Yeah. Well, I think, um, how, how many years have we been, working with builder trend. probably nine or 10 years, nine or 10 years, which is about, I think when I, I started full time. Um, and we were really scratching the surface at first. Um, really just the, I would say the daily logs was the, the first thing we started using. And then as builder trend evolved and we evolved, we started adopting this, the tools that were, were already there, um, bit by bit. And then um, as there more tools, you know, we had some catch up to do, then more tools have um, always been coming out. Um, and we we're always uh, now that we've caught up, we're always looking at what's new, what's fresh, um, testing it out. Um, and uh, they're all connected, all the tools, it feels like. So, the, you know, you get one, you master one and then you're like, well, now, it, you know, it's linked to this other thing. And now I'm going to um, we're going to teach the team how to how to utilize this next tool. Um, and it, and it sounds like, you know, integrations and things like that are um, continuing to grow. And that's, that's really exciting to us. Well, we shared with Nick, the VP of what customer experience, when he was here last week, um, what we shared is just that there needs to be a cheerleader or two, actually, we had a cheerleader starting out for Builder Trend, and then Rachel became like kind of the, the champion, lead. as they call it, I believe, <laughs> yeah. the Builder Trend. <laughs> the BT champion, yeah. Yeah. But, but you you got to get buy-in. Once you get everyone to buy in, then it's just super powerful. And the culture of the team, it's important that the people that we have here and we bring on are people who are about technology and uh, change and um, staying fresh. And so that's something that um, as we develop this further, um, the people who stuck around the right fit for where we were headed were the people with that same mindset. 
Yeah, that's that's it's funny because it, I think that's kind of a universal um, business problem is to instigate improvements. It takes someone who is rallying the flag and even internally, yeah. like I have a tool that I'm kind of notorious for championing. Charlie's laughing because he's like this guy. No, <laughs> I was gonna bring it up. I was gonna bring it up too. Yeah, it's it's a thing, right? Like you know, once you get one person, you can start to evangelize it. You start getting one more and another, and like it it really does take that person. Um, who's committed to it and in construction who are committed to their fax machines. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> it can be a dramatic change. Like that Excel spreadsheet got you where you're at. It's scary. Uh, right. right. Mm -hmm. But what, what the other thing I love is just to be able to, when we go out and talk to cu customers, prospects, we tell them about, and we show them actually on our iPad, the portal. And, and I say often just that, we're we're taking you behind the curtain on what's happening on your project which wasn't the way construction and remodeling was in the past yeah so they just see what's going on on the job site sometimes there's just only incidental changes in a day but if they go to the daily logs they can see everything because we have multiple people working on you know in the background well and i even heard from a little bird named Nick, that <laughs> you actually even create your own customer journeys. You have maps yes, for what right. you want your customers to go through. He asked that I bring yeah. it up. That's pretty special. I don't think I've ever seen builders have journeys mapped out for their customers, not to put you on the spot, but I mean, it just no, shows the level of totally care. It's totally cool. And, it's, and it was, it, it kind of started out, it paired up because, um, I don't know if you've heard of the Zen master. Zen builder. Um, Zen builder. Ed Earl, if you, that name sounds familiar, but he has a, he has a, a, a roadmap of the customer experience, how they're feeling at different parts of different phases of the project. So what we did is we took and developed three personas of our core customers and we're lining that up with that journey. And so that we can try to, in the times that we know it's challenging for customers because their house is torn up, we give them a little lift and communicate differently and just really um, be able to speak to their needs. So we, we just finished, we have three personas and now we're gonna, gonna roll it out to our company and we're gonna try to have some like built-in checkpoints so that everybody's, we're, all hands are on deck and not every customer's personality is the same and we need to and Rachel and I when we go out on calls we walk out to the car and say you know what this is a what whatever the name is you know we have three different names mm -hmm. but we know right away the personality because we're, we're prepared and it's great tools it really is it, it that's amazing um it's I it's just applicable to the things that matter to come to like a great experience. What enables us to do that and internally is our tooling too, right? Like eliminating inefficiencies so you can be there at the right, right. times, make sure you have the right checkpoints, eliminate friction. Uh, it all matters to having like the great experience for your customer who then they tell their friends about it. It creates new business for you. It's this effect of other people uh, really celebrating what you've built because you've put the thought and care into it. So kudos to you guys. That's awesome. Well, thank you. And I also have to give Rachel credit besides just getting builder trend to the next level, but being open to communicate and be more transparent with customers because that's what they want. 
and, and we have a much younger base of clientele now mm-hmm. and they they want to see more they want to know why they want they want to know like sometimes the nuts and bolts and so we will explain that yeah which is a little scary to open you know we with uh the pandemic we were already using a lot of the tools and we started to okay well this is maybe the place where we should start to open things up a little bit and what you know the first thing went well so we're like all right maybe we should keep going all right, we're going to open up the next thing. And, you know, it's knock on wood. It's, it's gone really well. Yeah. Do you remember what it was like the first time when you started like the project? Like, okay, we're going to show them the builder trend portal, or maybe you have other ways that you're, you're being transparent. Cause it used to be, um, we would open it up at construction when we started to open up, we didn't open up everything. It took us some years before we were opening up anything Mm -hmm. actually. Um, because we were scared to be honest (laughs) with you. Yeah. Um, well, and it it was, it was mostly just that we wanted everything figured out on our side. Um, you know, coordinating with multiple project managers and multiple team members, we wanted to have it flushed out, figured out before we then took, uh, the customers on a roller coaster with us. You know, we wanted to make sure that we'd wrote it a few times. Um, so it used to be at construction, um, we would open it up and then, we start actually now open it up at uh, design development. So the the second really that they uh, start to work with us um, in the design phase uh, from the very beginning when they've committed to us, uh, we open open it up and we share. This was another scary thing was sharing drawings, sharing rendering, sharing concepts. Um, you know, extending this trust, uh, hoping that they trust us and we trust each other. And that, you know, there's always that fear. Will they go somewhere else? And, you know, we feel like we give enough information and we um, develop that relationship and give them really everything we can. And they really don't go elsewhere because they're just like, we get everything here. Why would we go somewhere else? Well, and I have to say, Rachel taught me that because I was, <laughs> that was one thing that I was, I had some discomfort about. And I think if you talk to most designers and builders, they hold on to those assets but here's the thing is it's a leap of faith for us and for the customer. So if we're, if we're sharing all the work product and it, and we've vetted a customer that we want to work with and they've vetted us, then the chances of it going sideways are slim. And so you win, you lose a few once in a while, but the upside is much greater. Right. So I think, What's really interesting and what I like to hear your perspective on, you mentioned kind of your customer journey and how you you view that uh, something that we're constantly iterating on here at Builder Trend is our customer's journey and and what features they should adopt first and how to get onboarded and things of that nature. So if you were a customer success coach at Builder Trend and you're onboarding a new Builder Trend user, what kind of advice would you give them on here's how you start rolling things out, here's how you get team buy-in and, um, you know, Nick, who... I hate to give shout outs to on the podcast because I don't think he listens to it, but if he does listen to this one, uh, he was very complimentary of you guys on his visit. Um, how do you get people up to, you know, kind of the, the super users like you guys are? Well, I think you have to have a good roadmap and have things templated out and have things in place like the back end stuff to get it all built out. At least the portions you're going to open up to start, but then you need to get your staff rally your staff and get everybody's buy-in not just say here, you're going to use this, get, get input, get, hear what the pain points are from people, 
adapt and just be be inclusive and if you have all your team buy-in then people will use it and they'll be responsible and they'll keep things up to date and then the customer benefits from it and we do at the you know mm -hmm. second and yeah i think um it all starts with with why i think if they understand why something's important then they're they're more likely to run with the tools because they get they don't just think it's just because you know they, they get the big picture hopefully um and maybe they can't get the whole picture but they get that part of the the big picture and the more that you can have them understand each bit then they start to see the big picture too um and yeah i would say that um we turned a corner when we had our leadership team understanding why so then they could continue the, the mission to their teams on why um and something that you know we talked about with nick talking about nick again um ah, yeah. that we can cut this part <laughs> having um having us um particularly having your um your champion um connected and understanding uh kind of the, the mission of builder trend is really important because like, I know there's been times where I like it. We make change really fast here. Sometimes it's a little too fast for everyone to, to hang on. And so we need to not go that fast always, but you guys may move really fast. Builder trend moves really fast and makes changes really fast. And, you know, after going to, to Nebraska and really understanding the, the values and the mission and, and how things operate, I get it. And I appreciate it. And I'm able to then also when they're getting frustrated, oh, this changed and like, I, I don't like change and I don't like that it changed this way. Why did they do this? Whatever. And I'm like, hold on, you know that they always come through. This might be, you know, by tomorrow it's going to be worked out. Um, they take the feedback we give them. We've seen it. We've had some feedback and then seen the adjustments occur um, pretty quickly, which again, I, I really like. Um, so you need the, the champion to also be uh, in touch and, and sharing the message so that it carries all the way through. The other thing I would add too, is I feel like now our staff all, all see the value in so many different ways of builder trend, such as, you know, we have a finished job that is in warranty and we get a warranty call and we can refer back to photos and see what's inside walls. And we have great documentation. Um, and, on jobs that are in construction, the ability to, to collaborate and share photos. And sometimes we're together. I mean, we, we meet once a week to, as a team to go over jobs, but sometimes we're someone's in the field, someone's in the office, and we can collaborate with the um, posts and the photos and videos, and it just really is efficient. All right, we'll stop the Builder Trend sales pitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, Put no. it on Twitter. Yeah, Here we no, go. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, that, this has been an incredible conversation. Really, really a pleasure to talk with you about your business strategy and the way you use the software. And you just seem like an amazing family that, you know, if I'm ever in San Diego, I may want to live there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're thankful, deal. too, for yeah. Builder Trend because um, we're really feeling the support and and you're including us in, you know, being being a, being a beta tester and Nick listening to some of our pain points and trying to help us, you know, navigate through this. Is, it just feels really good for us as well. That's amazing to hear. Well, we love our customers, so 
you're welcome officially from Builder Trend, from the building code. Uh, you're always welcome back. We'd yeah, love to have absolutely. you. Thank you. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Mr. Burt Whistle, what'd you think? Well, Zach, as always, I thought that was a fantastic interview. Um, I think we need to go out to San Diego and spend uh, a couple days with them with our good, like our good friend Nick did. You, well, first off, let's talk about that. They, they sent Nick before you, even you, like we, yeah. everybody's getting trips before you. Yeah, that one's a tough one. Um, and then he made a, he made a whole week of it. He took his, his uh, wife out there. Oh my goodness. Not to dwell. Diego. I didn't yeah. know that part. Disguised it as but a customer visit. You did get an in. They're going to come to Omaha and get you an ADU. Like that thing, a t-shirt. At the or a t-shirt. Yeah. You're big on the t-shirts. Um, yeah. No, I, I, in all seriousness, I get why, um, Nick was so excited about visiting them and, and why we got them on the building code. I think that what they stand for and how they operate, not only is how other construction companies should look like, but just how other companies in general look like. Like they're talking about user personas and customer journeys just- and stuff that Zach and I talk about on the daily here at Builder Trend. Um, so no, it's I always am fascinated by the similarities that we have with our customers and their businesses and our businesses. And uh, I wasn't, fascinated by the similarities i'd say i was more so impressed by the similarities this episode yeah and innovators they're really pushing the boundaries and like i loved our dialogue about how they have really adopted technology and greg is a huge part of that and he's been in the industry for a long time it just shows you that there's a lot of people out there that kind of see the waves of change coming it's really really exciting to kind of pick their brains about that it's kind of fun to see families working together and like really growing together. My own sister-in-law actually works at Builder Trend, right? Yeah. You're, you met your fiance at Builder Trend. Yeah. All these familiar connections, it, just, it, it connects you to the whole experience. So um, really awesome episode, great people. Thank you for joining us. And yeah, I think that's about all the time we have today. That's about it. As always, uh, like the podcast, review the podcast, and subscribe to the podcast. And crowdfund Charlie's building projects. Yeah, that works too. We should get a uh, <laughs> GoFundMe started to get me out somewhere. We're clearly are Just paying travel out of yeah. Omaha. Yeah. We told you we were going to be silly. I'm Zach Watovich. I'm Charlie Bertwistle. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs>